Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And yesterday we started a very interesting topic on laughter. We said that a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. And we said there is a motivation right there for you to laugh more often. Yeah, merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries up the bones. Nobody wants dried bones. We want uh, our heart, our hearts to be merry because we want to be healthy. And in this time where we are all pursuing good health, uh, that, there is a tip. Laughter is good medicine. And thank you so much for your feedback. I've had so many stories. I thought I was the only one with unique stories on laughter. I've had so many stories from yesterday. Uh, my personal stories on laughter. Thank you so much for those feedbacks. I even got somebody asking me to loan them my sister so that they can have a good laugh. Thank you. Thank you so much for the feedback. It really encourages me and it makes me know that you are listening and you're being inspired and being encouraged. And so today we dive in into laughters and um, at the theme of laughters in the Bible. And from now, we are going to be identified the people who laugh and what kind of laughter, what motivated them to laugh. Because the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh. The the the, the time to weep and the time to laugh. And you know, every season warrants an action. If you are in a season of weeping and then you start laughing, people will wonder what is wrong with you. If you are in a situation that warrants laughing and then you start crying, which sometimes happens, sometimes I'm just too happy that I'm too happy that sometimes I shed tears. So I don't know. So today we're going to start with Sarah's laugh or the laugh that I'm calling the laughter of unbelief or the laughter that is of skepticism. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 to 15, the Bible says that now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Now that means that they were well, Sarah was well beyond menopause. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, you know, waxed old. When I read that, it seems like she's. Like that part where we say dried bones already. After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. So she's not just considering herself. She's also considering uh, uh, Abraham. And uh, look at that relationship. She's calling her husband. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah, my Lord being old also. And the Lord said to Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of surety bear a child which I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, for thou did laugh. Look at this. This is the laughter of unbelief. Whatever the Lord had said, this is the time that the Lord had visited Abraham and Sarah in the form of three guests. And they were so 
uh, they were good hosts preparing a meal for them and in the process of hosting them the Lord gives them this news that a time like this next year Sarah is gonna have a child and Sarah is in the tent making bread for them and she hears the news and she's like oh me <laughs> and involuntarily she laughs she she's in a position where the news are too unimaginable like oh me I am waxed old my Lord Abraham is old should we have the pleasure you know when we say this you know what what we mean right here yeah should we have the pleasure we are way old can I even bear a child and and just by imagining the whole scenario she laughs the 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 skepticism of the, she laughs out of skepticism she laughs out of unbelief but see the response of the lord the lord is outside but the lord can even see the heart he can see what is happening inside even if she laughs within herself the lord says to abraham wherefore did sarah laugh why did Sarah laugh? She is not right where we are at the table. She is inside the tent right there. But why did Sarah laugh? And you know, in life, sometimes the Lord promises some things. We 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 think they are too high. They are too impossible. And the only response we offer is that laughter of unbelief. You're like, <clears throat> oh, yeah. And we hear of these two great things that are too great for us to imagine, too great for us to fathom. And the only response we give back is that laughter, the laughter of unbelief. But listen to the response that the Lord gives. Is anything too hard for the Lord? So next time, when you feel the urge to laugh, the laughter of unbelief, remember this. This question I'm going to ask you today is anything too hard for the Lord? Because at one point in life, we get here and we feel like we want to laugh because whatever is being said or whatever the Lord is promising you or whatever <laughs> even our friends are saying seems too high, too mighty, too impossible to even imagine. Before you laugh that laughter of unbelief, before you laugh that laughter of skepticism, just remember, is there anything too hard for the Lord? And we find this laughter too in Luke chapter 8 verse 52 to 56. The Bible says, and all wept and bewailed her. This is a time that Jesus was going to heal a, a, a maid that was sick. But he said, weep not, she is not dead, but sleepeth. So Jesus walks up and uh, and finds that the people are weeping and they are wailing. But he said, weep not, you guys stop weeping, she's not dead, she is sleeping. And the Bible says they love him to scorn knowing that she was dead they love him to scorn they love him to scorn you know this is the kind of laughter they're like mm -mm, what's wrong with you the joke is on you you don't even know what you're talking about the girl is dead do you even know the difference between death and sleep they laugh the people who are wailing the people who are weeping now stop weeping stop wailing because here comes a guy who is comforting them but he doesn't have no idea that the, the whatever he's trying to tell them it doesn't make sense 
And he put them all out and took her by hand and called her, saying, Maid, arise. And her spirit came again, and she arose straight away. And he commanded to give her meat. And her parents were astonished, but he charged them that they should tell no man what he was done. So Jesus says, Guys, get out. You you are so busy. You are laughing now. You are, you are crying now. You are laughing. Get out. So Jesus takes them all out. And they are there laughing at him. This guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. The, the girl is dead. But Jesus calls her out. Maid, arise. The spirit comes back in. The girl raises up. And then now the joke is on them. And, and, and I'm trying to imagine the scenario when the girl goes outside. And, 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 and those who are laughing are like, okay, if it was Jesus, Jesus would have said, okay, now the joke is on you guys. I said he, she was asleep. I just woke her up. So before you laugh that laughter of skepticism, that laughter of unbelief, remember is anything to hurt for God. May the Lord God bless you. Shalom. This is Pastor Lucy Painter. Thank you.